Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello guys, welcome back to Goes Without Saying. I'm Sefi, I'm with Wing. We're here today to talk about slut phases, slut shaming rape culture, performative empowerment, all of the things that we love, love, love to discuss on this show. I don't like calling it a show, this podcast. Stunning, 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 stunning. It's actually been a stunning episode. I'm really excited for you to to listen and stay tuned until the end because we have a fun doing the work for this week. It's really good this week. I'm actually fucking buzzed. Buzzing. So listen to the end to catch what your little mission is and we're all going to be doing the work okay have you been doing the work i wanted to get in there first this time at least but no (laughs) yes i've been doing the work we had to live in the way that we wanted to live make decisions based on what we wanted in that true moment rather than thinking fuck okay like i've got to wake up early this morning okay when i wake up do something purely self-serving for you so mine all revolves around scrambled tofu That is how I've been living my authentic life. I have been eating, so... That's stunning. I've been obsessed with fucking scrambled tofu. I have honestly had it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for about seven days straight. Jesus. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's a bit much. <laughs> also, I, I would say that's untrue, but I have been having it... Oh, you're doing the work. <laughs> I'm doing the most. Maybe not every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but I've been having... I think I've had scrambled tofu involved in my meals more often than I haven't had it in my meals. To be honest who can't relate to that (laughs) no one can relate to that you're having the slut phase with the scrambled tofu you're going through your scrambled tofu slut phase i really am i think i because i'm kind of like okay well i won't have scrambled tofu tonight like no fuck off you want scrambled tofu in your meal you want it so you're going to have it tonight today morning midday afternoon evening let's cut the crap Mm. let's not pretend that we want something out spare me let's not cook a little bit of pasta you want scrambled tofu so you will have scrambled tofu that's been my doing the work actually what do you actually want to eat oh look again it's scrambled tofu we happen to have some tofu in the fridge chop that up scramble it scramble it up so that's my doing the work i love that does it count i don't know absolutely counts we decide if it counts i'm saying it counts are you it counts i was thinking as i eat my scrambled tofu you really are living an authentic life these days (laughs) god you're authentic and you can't deny it god i can't (laughs) wait to talk about this on my podcast what about you um my doing the work was quite by accident Okay, literally two minutes later and my dog's decided that he doesn't want to be here. He was sat so peacefully on my lap. (laughs) He's like, I didn't realise it was about scrambled tofu. I thought it was about a slut face. (laughs) Yeah, he thought he was getting some slut action. He was like, wait, you're talking about food? No, 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 no. This is not what I signed up for. (laughs) He's like, doing the work. This isn't for me. (laughs) This is boring. I'm a sleep all day, sleep all night kind of guy. (laughs) Right, one sec. Go on then. Abandon me. That was a real Pisces moon thing for me to say. Abandon me. me. (laughs) I thought, God, it's not going well. Abandon me like everybody else, really unhealthy. Like, please do not bring a child into this world. (laughs) It's so true. Go on then, abandon me, aka go downstairs and eat. And live your life. Yeah. My doing the work this week, I, I thought the other day, fuck, I haven't been doing the work. And then I thought, of course you have been doing the work. You're always doing the work. Always. The work never stops being doing. Not a day goes by. This week, my little homework that I did was quite accidental in that I turned off my Instagram notifications. But I almost didn't realise that I did that. So, I mean, I really reaped the benefit. Look, I have no idea what you guys were saying to us <laughs> all week because I haven't been here. <laughs> 
Um, but it actually was really nice not to fill the absence of this space, but more so just to get kind of top secret. I turn on post notifications a lot from the Sefi and Wing account so that I can keep up with, I can make sure that our account is keeping up with people that we want to keep up with. Yeah. But sometimes it's just a bit much. I don't need a notification saying kind of Emma Chamberlain has posted. I need that notification. <laughs> I need that notification in my life. <laughs> it's just kind of like, I'll see it. I'll get around to it when I choose to open the app. We always speak about phones in the sense that what else has such a direct path to your consciousness? Nothing. It's so true. Also, I think with running this, sometimes it gets quite confusing. Like your own identity within a person inside your own body and then your your identity of people saying, you guys are so empowered. And it's this little caricatured feminist version of yourself. And we're like, wait, but I've been just sitting around eating scrambled tofu all day. God, I on my third meal of scrambled tofu of the day, I'm literally turning into a bit of tofu. Am I so empowered? I don't know. I think it's good. It's healthy for us to take breaks. Like we, we started a new thing where we take days off. Mm. we both get a day off a week and blah 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 which we've actually been really shit at recently we're actually really bad at that yeah although as i say i've kind of been accidentally off so i mean you deserve as it goes without saying we'll we'll, we'll owe you some time simply <laughs> so that was my doing the work it was actually really because now my my notifications are back on nobody panic she's back in the game i'm well informed into what's going on and it and i feel happier to be here not like in this space but just on instagram and online in general on this earth yeah it feels i feel refreshed oh i love that that's so great and i also think with the online stuff i remember putting up on the story some i always put on the story like leave (laughs) like you're tapping through stories stop do not follow this yeah go away yeah and i remember someone replied a few people have said something similar but i remember this one specifically because it was quite aggressive and they were like i hate when you say this but only because i know i need to hear it and it's like hard for me to listen and get off of Mm -hmm. instagram and get off the internet so if you need that reminder this is it yeah get out into the world i think it's so true because do you ever do that thing and i know you do this thing because everyone fucking does this thing where you are scrolling through instagram you're like when did i get here Mm -hmm. when did i get here how have i been how long have i been here when did i click on the on the little app when how long have i been in this space what have i consumed the muscle memory of clicking on apps is so toxic i'll do this thing where i'll i'll be like oh i need to go on instagram and check oh let me just look up that thing like kind of let me research for a second i go on i'm scrolling scrolling and i think wait Mm. I came on here 10 minutes ago to look for something. And then as soon as I get off the app and I start doing whatever I was doing, I was like, wait, no, I was supposed to look into something. And my day is kind of 15 minutes behind. Suddenly you're down a deep, deep hole of something when you actually went on to look at Princess Diana, the woman that plays Princess Diana in The Crown, Emma Corrin. She's all over my Explore page at the moment. What about you? Everywhere to be seen. Yeah, Yeah. I can't get away from her because I looked at her once and now I can't stop looking. My thing is still full of Taylor Swift because I clicked on her once and then I just kept clicking it's like yeah maybe i do just want to see taylor swift i keep clicking on it for some reason so maybe i am curious i don't know how could you not how could you not be but that's why it's important to get into the world and out of your phone consider the work done (laughs) slut phases yep (laughs) i wanted to start with this message this little gold dust of information that someone sent us a beautiful message responding to the stories as always we put out questions we put out polls we put out info and you guys feedback with your insight and your opinions on said topic this week at slut phases and slutting and slut as a word in general this person said slut and slut phase it fails to recognize that hypersexuality isn't always done from a positive place mm-hmm. and i think maybe this is where we should kick off this is the crux of our issues with the terminology the kind of slut culture vibe mm. and kind of i assume we're going to lead into kind of the idea of performative empowerment yeah it's something we talk about a lot it's like a concept that we think is really important the idea of- we think it's genius if we do say so ourselves i think it's the world really needs to hear this <laughs> that sometimes your empowerment of oh my god i'm going out i've had sex with all these people blah 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 is often more a performance for the male gaze a performance for the patriarchy rather than an innate empowerment that you genuinely feel within your bones mm. and it might be a learned behavior that actually benefits men more than it benefits you yeah and i think even in like in, in not in heteronormative situations where a girl is not having sex with other men and is engaging in a slut phase with whoever she may please it 
still is actually more about the you as the individual in that moment because I think a lot of us are having our slut phase quote unquote and actually feeling quite miserable and quite vulnerable and quite sensitive and quite quite a lot of discomfort in ourselves yeah at that time and I think it the problem with slut phase and and um kind of mindlessly promoting that and confusing it with sex positivity is that it masks over and conceals a multitude of problems and a multitude of insecurities within yourself because you're presenting something as like the ultimate empowerment but actually it might actually be your (laughs) your demise (laughs) your doom you're meeting your doom i think it's so important though because the discourse is definitely confused with sex positivity so for example kind of i feel like the word slut is very um interwoven with like youth culture the idea of a young woman Mm. a young potentially naive woman for the brits slag is also acceptable (laughs) a slag a slut a hoe a Mm -hmm. whore yeah all these words that kind of mean the same thing they mean a promiscuous woman there have been many words throughout history of these a jezebel a jezebel yeah i was always called a jezebel growing up were you by my nan by my nan (laughs) i should say why was she like as a child i kind of would run around like a bit naked maybe and she would say oh you're a jezebel so strange <laughs> i think it's quite sweet jezebel yeah that is cute it's quite nice it's quite a nice name it's almost like isabel it's quite a nice word yeah that's kind of the problem exactly a jezebel that like, i would kind of totally call my child jezebel yeah i wouldn't be identifying so much as a slut but i would say that i'm a bit of a jezebel <laughs> but i would because i've been told that by your grandma four years old by my beautiful grandmother yeah <laughs> that's hilarious long may she reign but yeah i think it's very much associated with youth in that it would feel quite strange for like a 50 year old woman who for example say has just gone through a beautiful beautiful divorce and is finding herself sexual liberation finding that once again finding what she wants it would feel kind of out of the norm out of like what is socially acceptable to be like that woman is a slut to a 50 year old woman mm. almost i think it really applies to like it's definitely an idea that's like with young women it's almost a way to demean sexual experience sexual kind of um curiosity but also 100 percent older women in the media are not 100 percent going to be called sluts by the daily mail yeah but i also think younger women are called sluts in the sense that we find women most attractive as you say from when they're 16 years old society thinks that yeah. a woman in her prime is kind of 17 and so i think it's not that the behaviour of an older woman is any different. And it's also, I would like to say, that people, the young kids that are called sluts, their behaviour isn't, they're not, it's, the behaviour isn't there. Yeah. Right? So we don't obviously call people sluts as a reflection necessarily of their behaviour. The name can just come as a way to as a way to put a woman down. But I think we call young women sluts because women are kind of over the age of 40 need to be kind of prudish mothers. Yeah, is the Madonna whore. And and that's the only role that's acceptable exactly it's complete madonna hall complex you can't be anything else other than a virginous pure maternal being or a complete slut with your tits out it's the idea that there are three stages of women and i do believe they use this rhetoric in game of thrones where they say like maiden mother crone yeah. where it's like you go from being you're kind of the maiden the youthful desirable woman who kind of is like a, a virginal woman then you move into the mother category which i mean we obviously know what that is that's kind of your mid your mid life and then you're kind of you're, you're in that box and then you move into crone is like that language they that is i don't know what this is from kind of like the odyssey where it's like you move into the old woman the kind of menopausal woman and then you die and it's like actually we do not have stages of that for men in that same way and actually a lot of the comments that you guys said someone said well lots of people saying something along the lines of men are just called men men who have sex are just called men they're called a lad women who have sex have to be called a slut yeah they have to be kind of a porn star whilst doing it that's the thing and that's why it's rooted in performance this is why the empowerment often 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 is sold to women as oh my god you'll be so empowered if you do this well i also think like is the sex you're having in your slut phase any good because i doubt it this is the thing this is the crucial thing i find it hard to believe although i saw i don't know if you saw this effie i saw i've been really into reels Mm. you can tell i'm not a tiktoker but i really got into reels i'm loyal to my ticker tockers i know but i think i think they're gonna die i think your ticker tockers are in the grave i know i can't cope but i saw this reel i'll actually i'll put it on the story or whatever but i'm, I'm paraphrasing it it's something along the lines of this girl probably dancing i can't really remember and she said something along the lines of 
I, when I was younger, I really believed that women were lying when they said they enjoyed sex with men. And then I realised I was gay. And I was like, fuck, am I gay? Like, <laughs> I literally don't believe for a second that literally 99% yeah. of women that are having sex with men are enjoying it. Call me crazy. Call me um, kind of jaded or bitter. I call you intelligent. But I find it very hard to believe. It's so fucking true because think about all the girls that you've spoken to, all the girls that write into our polls, all of this stuff, all the conversations you've ever had, all the media you've ever consumed in your life. Who is benefiting from that sex more? It's the classic, classic game we played in our feminist sex episode. Who's getting more out of the sex? More often than not, it's the man. And I'm not even talking about did you come, did they come? I'm talking about the societal impact of mm. a man and a woman having sex. Who got more out of it? Listen to that episode to find out. <laughs> and that's why I think that reel was so fascinating because it's like, yeah, that's why. I th- we've had a lot of messages as well. I remember someone specifically saying like, I've wondered a lot about my sexuality because I find a level of discomfort in in sex with men with the with the power balance and and the kind of the stereotypes that that creates not just in their own experiences but in porn too they were drawn to like lesbian porn because men in porn i mean Teffy and i have spoken about this before men in porn are disgusting kind of tony hawk likes <laughs> i think we said last time every single man in porn has frosted tips every single girl kind of i mean i don't want to offend anyone that looks like this too has frosted tips fingernails she has french tips although french tips have made a comeback but that's why i didn't want to say french tips because i like, actually I would quite love to get some french tips right now how much of a slut are you if you're kind of just sat around kind of making really dramatic hollywood porn star noises and having a terrible time thinking about when you're next going to sit down to have some scrambled tofu so true like you're not enjoying yourself so who really is this slut phase for unless i think interesting then a slut phase let's have a case study hypothetical young lesbian woman is having her slut phase and she declares it publicly i'm having a slut phase and she's going about having sex with kind of different women that she meets etc etc safely under covid restricted guidelines is that still a performance for the male gaze i would say yes well i think there's an element that can be empowering in that i want to explore my sexuality i want to go out have sex with a number of people and i want to report back on my findings to myself and i want to understand myself i think yeah sure there is an element that sounds great sounds absolutely wonderful i'm so happy for you give me your notebook with your journal with all your findings Mm. but is that it's the set it was our homework for this week it's was that authentic for you or was that what you were told a single girl in their 20s should be doing and i think people don't really interrogate the reason behind the actions as much as they perhaps should with that i completely agree Someone actually said, uh, let me read it word for word. I overcompensated for a lack of freedom in my past relationship and slept with some mediocre guys. And I think this is what we're saying is question why you're doing what you're doing and actually embracing the slut phase as a concept and as a discourse quite kind of unconscientiously will allow some real scrappy dudes to seep in through the cracks. You're gonna, if you open up your filter, you're gonna let in a lot of shit. I think we underestimate at what level of clarity and like stable mental health and kind of we always talk about like having a wide tightrope, how wide your tightrope must be to be having lots of sex with people. I think you can easily disguise kind of a batch of like low self-esteem and kind of allowing a lot of scrappy dappy does to have sex with you, allowing them into your bed with a slut phase with, oh my God, I'm so empowered. I'm going through a thing right now, which is so fun. It's like, actually, are you having fun? Because absolutely that is a thing to be empowered and to be having a lot of really good sex where you are kind of having the time of your life obviously that's a thing goes without saying frankly goes without saying that sex is great sex is empowering sex for women is especially should be an empowering thing we're discussing the discourse of a slut phase and how it's often used does that even need to go in yeah no no it does this is your podcast and yours Quite funny to listen to this pep talk. Pep talk. This is your podcast. <laughs> this is your fucking podcast, bitch. Now edit the fuck out of this. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Maybe we should leave that in. <laughs> this is your podcast. Okay, so we're saying we are two sex positive individuals, blah, blah, blah. We don't want people that 
think we basically i see basically here's the crux of it i see ba for us to do this and we're critiquing we're critiquing we're critiquing the culture i mean it's not coming from a place of judgment i'm not looking from you and looking at you from my high horse and we get things saying i had a slut phase exactly i had a slut phase and it was empowering for me we know we love that we love that we love to hear it but i also think we're trying to to be honest we're just trying to discuss and you're here listening so (laughs) this is on you but we are trying to discuss the relationship between sex and the patriarchy and sex and an individual's mental health sex is so massive in society and i think so massive for most individuals so we're going macro and micro what in the space of an hour conversation with my best friend who already knows my thoughts so really this all does go without saying just basically assume the best of us and we'll fill in some little gaps just don't assume the worst and we're trying to win you over i can't be asked <laughs> exactly because i completely completely agree that sex should be encouraged for young women in whatever form it may take absolutely i will egg you on until the cows come home but yeah. not with the scrappy dappy do and not as a performance yeah here's a good point that someone said they said the phrase a slut phase that was quite difficult to say it shames women into believing that they should limit their sexual activity which is ultimately because men like virgins and view women as objects fulfill their desires and i think that succinctly puts it into a nice thing basically says our point better than we do it really does it's like actually the idea that we should have kind of that's the problem when you ask people to write things and then we try and articulate them it's like we should just read them this should be a blog (laughs) maybe we should have just done a blog we should have just started a fucking blog we should have just written a book bit of a moment of silence there for everyone mm. <laughs> mm, what could they be referring to that does sound good <laughs> the idea that men should be able to kind of freely be a it's attractive for a man to have slept with upwards of 10 women perhaps mm. but a woman kind of your you should have your limit around 10 that society says you should have your limit you should you should definitely like explore things get good at sex know what you like blah 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 maybe have a tiny little lesbian phase but don't be a lesbian be a bit of fun don't be fucking frigid Whatever you're doing, keep it hot. Keep it hot, keep it performative, pretend to be empowered. But also have the potential to be the mother of my child. I'm not going to be embarrassed of you. But also don't be a slut, crucially. Have a slut phase, but don't be a slut. Have kind of a weird sort of summer where you sleep with kind of three whole men in one summer. Maybe kiss a girl. And then you come back to your marriage and you have children and you turn into a mother and a wife absolute bars that's exactly what the patriarchy's wet dream is so i think they're definitely a slut phase is limiting women within itself of like you Mm. have a little mad phase but you do return to gabriella from high school musical you're sharpay for the summer then you come back to being gabriella your sexuality is a six-month thing max before your reputation precedes you and no one's going to want to marry you and you'll be a little miss haversham listening to our podcast locked away because no one picked you no one chose you the patriarchy's nightmare is people that listen to this i think but it's mutual yeah it's, the patriarch is my worst nightmare to be honest. patriarchy meet your <laughs> meet <nightmare>. your maker <laughs> what are the dangers then of having your sexuality last three months i think the danger is none of it's good you miss out on a whole lot of opportunity the danger is that you've watched a bit of porn which was awful you've sort of been fucked by some mediocre mediocre scrappy dappy do and you think that you've had a, a phase of empowerment you go you come away from that thinking wow i've really like explored what i want blah blah, blah. realistically a phase is not enough to know anything mm-hmm. a phase isn't anything and you come away from that walking away thinking that you're empowered when actually you've, and you then settle for your scrappy husband when in reality there's a whole world of stuff that you can find out about yourself and you've kind of followed the most societally acceptable male gaze version of empowerment and think you're a genius for it guys 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 hold your horses i'm gonna stop you there we have a sponsor for this episode we do it's vegums i am so ready for our nails to be thriving our hair to be thriving our skin to be glowing to become the healthiest most empowered versions of ourselves and it's vegan so stunning we worked with vegums before and we were raving before remember about how much we loved their gummies you know sefi knows my struggle when it comes to searching high and fucking low for good vitamins that i can swallow that will give me everything that i need because i 
absolutely hate the taste and the texture and the powderiness of the really old school traditional vitamins that you get in a really horrific kind of bottle that was sat on an old kind of cupboard somewhere for 10 years before you bought it. V-Gums couldn't be more different. They are an amazing sustainable brand. Plastic free, recyclable, vegan, completely vegan and cruelty free. And now it's not just the vegan multivitamin that we are so excited to be using. We've upgraded. We are so excited about the Omega-3 fish free gummy. I remember being a kind of five-year-old little vegetarian girl and my mum force feeding me like fish oils. And I used to cry, cry, cry about those little fish. That's quite a traumatic experience. I used to cry about those fish and now I don't need to because we've got omega-3 gummies. We're going to be geniuses. Can you imagine how smart we're going to be? Oh my, you're not fucking ready. You are not ready. They're honestly not ready. We've been taking two a day. We just had some now together with breakfast. We really did. It was quite the ritual. We literally sat down and ate some gummies together. And oh boy, are we going to be smart. And oh boy, are they delicious. So we've been using the multivitamin vegan gummies and also the iron and, as Steffi said, the fish-free omega-3 gummies. That, to me, gives me everything I could have needed and more. And so, honestly, I really recommend if you've been looking for vitamins because I feel like it's actually a real struggle. I get emotional about this. Yeah, same. So emotional. And also, Christmas is coming up. If you are looking for the perfect vegan Christmas present, give your friend the gift of health with vegans. (laughs) That is not their slogan. (laughs) I would honestly be so happy if I got vegans for Christmas. And I kind of feel like I have. Yeah, when they knocked on the door. I mean, when the postman knocked on the door, not vegans. I went running down. Yours were hand-delivered. Wow. (laughs) The CEO of Vegums came to your door. So you can buy now their Christmas bundle, which is a one-off purchase. And you can also get any of the gummies that we've just mentioned with the 20% off discount code, which is SEFIWING20. We'll have it linked in the bio of this episode. And that's valid until March 2021. I think we spoke before about people having sex or girls specifically having sex. And I think girls will do this with girls too. I think it's just something that we're kind of indoctrinating into you so that from a young age, so that as soon as you start having sexual experiences, it's quite innate and it's quite an intrinsic reaction to have sex as if there are cameras on you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are preoccupied with their performance and not their sexual performance. You're having sex being more focused on, yeah, the observer, whether they're there or not. You've kind of got your back arched, you've got it all perfect. Meanwhile, they're fucking hunched like a fucking hunchback of Notre Dame. They look like a pig. (laughs) (laughs) Tony Hawk pig looking motherfucker. Tony Hawk scrawny scrawny pig. And you're there. And you're there stunning as ever. Lovely little delicate moan that you perfected. Don't piss me off. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I mean, this is my problem with it all because actually, was it empowering for you or were you, did you feel empowered from that man validating you via his penis? Yeah. And I think that's fine. I think you can be validated from sex. I think sex is validating. Sex is a great thing. But are you doing it for the imaginary cameras or are you doing it from an innate sense of loving yourself and being like, I want to give myself the best 
sex the best opportunities the best experiences possible in this earth in my one life or are you like well i'm about 21 now tick 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 clock's ticking time for my slut phase before then i'm 25 and i want to settle down with my husband what are you actually doing who are you performing for that cut the cameras dead ass well i also just think it's just like are you having fun are you having fun if yes fine but i think forget the whole patriarchy stuff even forget that (laughs) that massive thing forget this is a societal issue and i actually just think so many individuals are far too sensitive or much more vulnerable not stable enough yeah then they make out it's like you haven't given yourself a chance yeah you can confuse your um desperation with an act of empowerment and be careful because you might end up marrying this fucking loser and to be honest it's quite likely that you will looking around yeah looking around this town it looks like a lot of people are marrying the first person they ever had sex with the first old scrappy dick they they came across so true and and you cling i also think you're oh, this is kind of a different topic but bonding through trauma with yeah. somebody is a dangerous game and i think people yeah feel very chosen feel like they've been chosen by somebody and cling like fucking cling film cling the to the living daylights out of somebody clinging to the titanic and you are going down 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 that iceberg has hit and you're going down and you don't even see it yet get the violins out you're going down get the violins out and don't you dare stop <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of the metaphor at the end of the titanic there keep playing their songs whilst the ship is sinking that's kind of us making this podcast whilst the world is crumbling around us (laughs) the ship is very much sinking slash sunk this is fine everything's on fire and we're like guys feel empowered in your slump face Somebody said, and I loved this, embedded in the word slut is the idea of freely letting men have sex with you. Oh my God, I love it. It's almost like... Your passive leg spread. We could convince ourselves, yeah, that this is an empowered, conscious action from you to have your slut phase but actually is it a passive experience of you accepting the title of slut and just becoming the self-fulfilling prophecy yeah lie back and think of england i wonder i don't know i think the t- the, the label of slut as in of course actually having a quote-unquote slut phase there is so much room for empowerment goes without saying goes without saying i'm not prefacing every point no goes without saying i just literally see ba for dms being like uh excuse me i'm empowered i believe that you are me fucking too yes it's fine we believe we believe i believe i believe it but i think yeah definitely the connotations of the word slut i mean if you actually break down the like sort of if we did a mind map we're in an english literature kind of gcse class we do a mind map of the word slut it's kind of like dirty not pure unpure kind of all these words that are dated and disgusting and make women feel shit about themselves i think there definitely is an idea of like passivity in being a slut the girl at school that was like behind the bike shed letting herself get fucked rather than a girl that is like actively pursuing her own desire i think there is definitely an idea of like the girl that's been fucked by half the school being fucked it's not the idea of the queen bee of the school who has chosen out specific boys yeah essentially it's the classic you're just getting wanked into yeah you're a hole they're just using you to have a wank god if i said like Sefi's like such a slut that'd be so weird of me i remember this this is this has just triggered a whole memory (gasps) oh my god okay go so oh my god this is just such a great memory (laughs) it sounds like quite a bad memory (laughs) no 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 it's not because i was such a pure little girl at school very virginal presence basically all my friends had lost their virginity at school and i definitely did not i was very much i was quite um strict with the fact that i wasn't going to have sex with anyone at school because they were tbh a bunch of scraps but losers yeah but no shade to the boys at my school you you were all really nice i did fancy a few of you not gonna lie i even know some of you by name not gonna lie i did fancy a couple of you i'd say (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) i fancied his friend oh oh what about he was at uni (laughs) oh fuck okay what about Oh, fuck, there's one more that I'm... This is all getting beeped out. Yeah. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, fuck, I do know it. That's the problem. I know it. It's like... There we go. Thing is, none of this can go in. No. But yeah, I did fancy a few of you, not gonna lie. But I was very much a virginal presence throughout school. Yeah. And I remember there was a fancy dress party once. Anyone that's listening, I mean, you'll know the fancy dress party was the the party of the century. We were all planning our outfits for months in advance. Actually, hilarious if you listen to this, hey. I ended up going as Tinkerbell. And it was actually an incredibly short dress. I should not have worn this. It was a real tiny little triangle covering my vagina. Vulva out moment. But I was I wanted to go as Katy Perry in the 
California Girls music video <gasps> with the cream pie boobs. Oh, stunning. Just being divorced, going out on stage crying her eyes out. Yeah, Russell Brand's just divorced me. The iconic moment. Couldn't be more stunning. And I was thinking, this is the this is the look for me. I've got the fringe, I've got the look. It's stunning. And there was a big, big, big girls group chat of like all the girls that were going, like loads of us. Sorry, is that why you've got a fringe? It's just left over from that party <laughs> that you one time dressed up as Tinkerbell. You did it once, you committed to the look. And I thought, well, I wanted to go as Katy Perry and I've cut the fringe now, so I guess I can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought, okay, I can play on my existing look with a Katy Perry nod. Stunning. Big girl group. And I said, I kind of was like, I think we were probably about 14 or something. I was quite young to be going as little crazy Katy Perry. And I was like, like cream pie boobs. My parents must have been quite worried. Yeah, yeah. I wrote on the thing, guys, I want to go as Katy Perry, but I don't want to look like a slut. Mm. And this girl had replied, who was kind of one of the cool girls who was a bit scary, replied being like, don't worry, you could never look like a slut. (laughs) And I remember being heartbroken. (laughs) She (laughs) fucked you up. And I thought, oh my God. game for you. You could never. That is hysterical. But yeah, I remember saying to my friends, guys, why couldn't I look like a slut? Like, I'm really annoyed. Why can't I look like a slut? Like, that's rude, isn't it? And they were all like, no, that's so nice of her. And I was like, don't fucking lie. We all want to look like a slut at a fancy dress party. And I can't, why can't I look like a slut? Even if you wanted to. Like, don't worry. No, no, you could never look like a slut. I was like, what the fuck are you trying to say, (laughs) bitch? That is... (laughs) hilarious i know so that triggered my memory of if someone had ever called me a slut because i don't think i've ever been called a slut so that some reason everyone thought i couldn't dress up as katie perry what about you did everyone think you were a little slut i've probably been called a slag but not really no i didn't really have a slaggish reputation because i was just kind of i wasn't kind of um romantically linked to a lot of boys i had the same thing of as you of kind of um these boys are disgusting yeah like i wasn't very impressed but i definitely i think as you you say popular group you look a certain way you get called you're called a slut if you wear makeup you're called a slut if you're kind of quite fuckable at 14 in the paedophilic society that we have if you walk around with a certain vibe of confidence a certain like Mm. a knowingness of your own sexuality i think then you're called a slut it's not even really about your person um your actual sexual history i mean a lot of it is about your sexual history but i think a lot of it is about how threatening you are to men i also think yeah i'm quite maybe not but i think growing up i was definitely not openly sexual but I was I've always been comfortable with sexuality and comfortable with like Mm. I grew up really talking about sex with my mum quite quite casually like and I told her when I my first sexual encounters and stuff I told her oh wow and I told her when I first had sex actually I still haven't I'm like no still a virgin (laughs) no I'm a virgin (laughs) just need to tell you absolutely no dick has been near me but I think I have always been quite, even like from a young age, I've been really interested in sex, I think. Just interested in it. And so I think then... I mean, it is interesting. It is quite fascinating. It's interesting, right? It's fucking fascinating. Mm. Yeah. I think I was quite sexually liberated, actually, yes, at a young yes. age with sex. Not that I was having a lot of sex or blah, 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 blah. But I didn't feel... And it was all like, I was 100% performing in so many different ways. And I wasn't necessarily having lo- or getting fingered all the fucking time or none of that <laughs> but I think I just felt quite free I didn't feel and I still don't feel shame around sex and I think a lot of people a lot of young women feel a lot of shame around sex and that sex and their sexuality and and wanting sex or having sex or etc etc I definitely think there are two ways that women can be shamed throughout sex so you want to be in this kind of weird basically it shows that women cannot fucking win you want to be in this middle camp under the patriarchy's eyes you want to be the person that slept with like one or two people has had one like steady boyfriend whatever you want to be kind of neatly packaged you know about sex but not you don't know too much about sex you're still willing to get rammed in the ass so you either get shamed if you are a virgin too long or you get shamed if you are not a virgin too early did that make sense yeah you either get shamed whether you have not had sex or you have had sex basically but you want to be in this little camp yeah you don't want to be a slut you don't want to be a virgin you just want to be very neat like kind of girlfriend material well you kind of just need to not exist because nothing's gonna work yeah every nothing is gonna work to make the patriarchy happy and i also just think in life nothing is gonna work to make anybody happy so you may as well just do what the fuck you want this is the biggest lesson in life isn't it everyone can say they've tried for a long time being a people pleaser tried to please everybody never said no to anybody 
did what everyone else wanted you to do. Are you happy though? And it's no one fucking liked you then. So yeah. you may as well just do what you want. You may as well be disliked for a good reason. It's the most revolutionary lesson when you realise you cannot win. Mm. So drop out of the game. Drop the fuck out of the game. There's no point trying to be palatable because you're always, your flavour might not be right for someone at the end of the day anyway. Yeah, you could be a Kiwi. No one likes Kiwis though. Their rank. You could be the best fucking one, but they didn't like them. But some people don't like Kiwis. I hate so many Kiwis one time when I was little. The first time I had a Kiwi and I had about 12 Kiwis after that and I threw up. They're not nice. Why would you eat 12 Kiwis? And I didn't have a Kiwi for another 10 years because I loved them. I thought, oh my God, who's been hiding Kiwis from me? They're amazing. <laughs> and I went through so many of them. I was saying, mum, peel me another one. Peel me another one. <laughs> really me. young and I. <laughs> mum, peel me. And I smashed them out all over the fucking floor. I think they are quite sickable. They are quite sickable. My boyfriend had recently a phase where he got into kiwis and I was peeling them non-stop like the fucking um, Madonna Hall complex that I am. <laughs> like the kind of maternal yeah. raising him, he's not your son vibe. <laughs> and I thought he's going to be sick, but he wasn't. He, he held it You were like, let's make this guy sick. <laughs> Took it like a champ. <laughs> Can we talk about the connotations of being a slut and having a slut phase and asking for it. Yes. I think that goes back to school as well. A question we asked on the story, actually, which I thought was fucking genius. Not really, but kind of just quite an interesting concept, I think. Mm. And I know that lots of you agreed because you replied with exclamation marks. Um, We said, growing up, my understanding of consent was more impacted by slut shaming culture than I had realised. And everyone said, yeah, that's true. Because I think you're raised to think, yeah, we're asking for it. Or just told to monitor your wardrobe and your behaviour in such a way. Oh, well, I'm going out, it's going to be dark at this time, so maybe I shouldn't wear a skirt. Yeah, this short skirt is an invitation to fuck me. For rape? Yeah. My outfit is a direct invite for rape. How on earth are we not indoctrinated with the idea of asking for it? She's a slut, she... Or even, like, if you flirt with someone, they now have free access to your body. Even just getting drunk. It's like, that will be used against you in fucking court. Or wearing red underwear. She was so drunk. She Yeah, she was so drunk. She had red underwear. Let's parade it around the courtroom. She was asking for it. She was asking for it because under her clothes, she was wearing red underwear. She's a slut. Of course it was going to happen to her. It's absolutely bonkers. Do you think that that's changing, this discourse around asking for it? Do you think we're... I I mean, there's undeniably been more of a focus on consent, at least in the media, over the past few years, even with Hollywood, Me Too, etc. But often the fear that we have with the concept of it changing or going away is that it's not actually going away. It's just becoming more sophisticated and actually is still very damaging. I don't know if it's getting better in that I can look around my conversations with my friends and with people in similar kind of liberal quote-unquote circles and, for example, our Instagram, which is a lovely, beautiful echo chamber, as we've said before. Mm. It seems, if you look at that, that it's getting better, but you only have to fucking stumble into right-wing TikTok or right-wing YouTube and you stumble across Tommy Robinson's stuff um, Mm. and EDL stuff and you see that no boys will be boys is still very much alive and kicking and almost i'm scared now to raise my son in this world now women coming forward with rape allegations ruins men's lives it ruins men's lives it takes away their opportunities that is still a living discourse yeah i remember i put something on the feed that was like she's not praying for your downfall bro she just reported you for sexual assault That's one of my favourite fucking quotes. She's not coming for you. She's not psycho. She's not, oh, I'm just going to ruin his life. No, you raped her. And realistically, you won't go to jail for it. Don't worry. You'll still have all your opportunities. You've just ruined her life. Don't you worry. Don't you lose any sleep that your life will be ruined. No, hers will be ruined. As a result of your actions, you can't. So what was your, did you, we had quite a rape scandal in our school when I was really young. It's actually quite an interesting story. Um, Unfortunately, you know how sometimes you look back on school, well, we do all the time, you look back on school situations with the the glory of hindsight and you can place it now as an adult and see it for what it was. Yeah. Unfortunately, with this situation, I actually really don't know what the fuck happened there. I don't feel like I've shed more light on it as an adult. I've, I've got, obviously, a more holistic perspective, but yeah, I think it was still very blurry and still very i don't know i don't know what was what actually went on there but i'll tell it on my podcast (laughs) 
It's just someone's life. Uh, basically, there was this couple. There was this couple. They'd been together. They were both a boy and a girl. They were both in the year above me. And they, I think, and they'd been together for about four months, maybe. Maybe six months, maybe longer. Which actually, maybe it was actually a bit longer. It might have even been a year. I would say six months to a year. But at school, that's like a fucking lifetime. They're a married couple, right? Oh, yeah. They're planning their baby's names. It had come out that he had raped her. Okay. They'd broken up and the story was he raped her, he raped her, he raped her. I, at the time, was actually quite good friends with him in the way that, I mean, if you're around the same age as I, as we are, it was kind of speaking on MSN with people all night, kind of. Yeah. You're, somehow you're talking to people that you don't, act, like, why would you know these people, blah, blah, blah. And I think also maybe speaking on my own behalf, I know for a fact that being a young girl, a lot of the people that would add you on MSN and start talking to you were boys, especially boys in the older... Yeah, yeah. Like, the year above and stuff. Or kind of from different schools, like a, the boy in the school from the year above in the village next door, and you're like, oh, okay. Defo. Village next door is a bit sweet, but yeah. <laughs> we were kind of, I guess, friends in that way that when you're a young girl, boys message you and, and you talk all the time. You're kind of talking every day. Like, when I was younger, I'd speak to so many people every single day. Oh my God, you're one of these people. Were you not like that? I knew that was a very much thing. I never had a BlackBerry. No one BBM was a huge, huge thing. No, neither. I never had a BlackBerry. because yeah, I always thought I always wanted to be involved in the BBM discourse. I went straight to iPhone. Yeah, I, well, I went straight to kind of a taco light. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which no one had. But even on MSN? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you up all night talking to people on MSN? No, not up all night. But I, def- I knew that MSN was a big, big. I had MSN. I would do my chats. But I think it was lights off at sort of five. Well, lights were maybe six, but I don't think I was in on it. And I think my mum wouldn't allow it. I wanted to be that person that jumped on MSN all night, but I wasn't. I honestly would be on MSN on a school night until like 1, 2am. Oh my God, I wouldn't have been able to keep my eyes open. That was a big part of my thing, like being like, I'm doing cam to cam. Oh, wow. You would be on webcam chats with someone and I would also be talking to like 10 other people. So then that person would be like, what are you laughing at? Anywho, I was friends with a rapist, basically, (laughs) is where the story returns. (laughs) Nice, okay. And one time I was walking home and I think he was, we were walking home together. He had been accused of rape. I was still friends with this guy. Jesus. The accompanying story was that actually they had had sex. Yeah, they had had sex. Her dad had found out and she had said, no, 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 it wasn't sex. He raped me. It, well, I see how this happens at school. I mean, it's such a school narrative. Yeah. Exactly. And now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, believe that girl till the cows come home. Well, we're so ingrained with patriarchal discourse of, we don't want to ruin his life though. Like, we don't want to call him a rapist. It's a, well, like, that's a big accusation. I would happily call him a rapist. Even if a man hasn't done something, I'm like, oh, he probably did. It's like, actually, a woman gains nothing from coming forward. If anything, she loses her reputation. She loses her credibility. People, all her friends turn against her. Remember when we discussed rape fantasies? Yeah. And almost the quite, um, as we said earlier about women being raised with a lot of shame around sex. Yeah. And I think this is over 10 years ago. This is a long time ago. And the discourse around believe her didn't exist. And the discourse around rape and in schools was very, very different. Mm. And also the discourse with kids having sex with people that they were in a relationship with at school was different. Everything was different. It was 10, it was a long time ago and a lot has changed in that time. Also, what, how the fuck from your, in your small, small life, you've just literally hopped out of a womb. How on earth are you able to unpack sort of a history of consent? Consent to anything. In that one instance where it's a girl and a boy and you're like, what's happening? It's too much for children to handle. Too much for adults to handle. I mean, I never, ever spoke to him about it, I remember specifically. Never said to him, did this happen? Like, blah, blah, blah. Didn't ask. Just kind of knew that he was kind of someone that wanted to be in my business and was kind of around, basically. Because I think I was filling my time with a lot of just kind of people. It was just kind of like quite social life. One time I specifically was walking home and he was there too. And this was kind of, I don't know, maybe three months after, I don't know, the allegations or whatever. And I remember it being quite a buzz because it was quite a buzz in the school. I remember walking home with him one day and some guy pulled up on a motorbike and started beating the fuck out of him. And you were there? I was there, I was just standing there like, what the fuck? Which is why it's really annoying because I'm like, I'm 24, I still have no understanding what the fuck was going on then. (laughs) What you witnessed? Like, what actually happened, I don't know. And like, I know he went on to live his life, obviously. In my memory, they were together for a decent amount of time. But how fascinating 
friends with a rapist. <laughs> Never would have thought it, would you guys? No, I'm joking. And I actually know that one of my good friends, growing up, one of my good friends, we don't speak anymore, but I have fond feelings towards her. Um, goes without saying. Goes without saying. Was, was in a relationship with him when we were about 21. Yeah. So I don't know. I would really like to think that there was no truth in that. But listen, rapists are everywhere. Every woman knows a rapist, but no man seems to know any man that has raped anyone or has not raped or they have not raped anyone themselves. So Exactly. Everyone knows someone who's been sexually assaulted, but where are the men saying, Oh yeah, my mate sexually assaulted someone? This is why we said like you saying you were obsessed with sex from a young age. Obsessed with sex. You're fascinated. You didn't say that. You never said that. But I think I I am quite obsessed with the politics of sex. Like Mm. the I think it's so fascinating. I think it doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, it is a fascinating, fascinating world. Like sex rules the world. It makes the world go round. Wouldn't be here without it, personally. The politics of it of like oh it's so complex and that's why an hour is not enough time to break down the concept of a slut it's like we really do need to uh, create a whole netflix tv show about it or something because it's just not enough yeah and that's why i think it's not only on a societal level not only about the patriarchy but actually about you as an individual yeah your own mental health what you've been up to this week and whether or not you'll have sex tonight is all coming down to your own stability it's nothing about um oh it's that time in your life you're single you've just been broken up with time for you to enter a slut phase it's not about that it's about how you feel well it's like if you're not having sex at the moment oh you're practicing abstinence (laughs) yeah it's like jesus i'm literally just living my life i'm living my life why don't we just let these women live for a sec honestly get your filthy paws off my silky drawers silky stinking drawers maybe not stinking drawers would you pull that crap with a net (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just get the fuck away from my sexual history you'd have no place being here i think looking back as well like if maybe some of you i know that some of you are still in school and school now is a very different place to what it was then but i think we can all look back on situations with a new yeah with the glory of hindsight and think what the fuck was going on there with our newfound empowerment and education and just think god that was fucked yeah we still need to do our episode on school we've been promising and promising this and people have been messaging and believe me you've been messaging about the school episode yeah and we will come around to it because school's fucked school is fucked School, school is, fucked. is fucked it's great to get your educational but that is not what that place was doing school is fucked the last thing that sco- thing was about was about learning <laughs> in my eyes bottom line is school is fucked, it's fucked. <laughs> just remembered we haven't done a homework oh yeah i thought of something during the episode i thought is it too much to say do something quite sexually liberating this week <gasps> or is that a bit much no you don't have to send us videos or pics. We'll just trust that it happened, but... Buy a fucking... One of those... Oh my God. You know those... Vi- those They're like sex toys, but it's not like a fucking vibrator. The ones that are like a clit sucker. It's a sucky thing. Buy one of those. I don't think... You know what? Funny you should say that. When I see them, I think, not for me, but I imagine Sefi would have been into that. <laughs> well, I always see them and Lily Allen has just launched a line of them. I always see them online and I think those <gasps> look fascinating well i already know your homework then can you believe my queen lily allen no they're like 90 quid that's how you're doing the work there's so much come on i like the idea because it's weird it's like what air technology they say but okay let's all do something sexually liberating we'll all push ourselves we'll see if i sexually liberating fucking hell i need to get back on msn's flush the boys in the air above and that doesn't mean go and fuck a scrappy dappy dude that is not sexually liberating unless you really love a scrap no i'm not telling you to text your fucking ex who doesn't deserve you this isn't fuck your ex no this is do something sexually liberating liberating my god i cannot wait i think get quite creative with that i wonder what they'll do yeah like i want to yeah this is kind of a mission this one even like draw a naked self-portrait that sounds so stunning take a nude yeah I'm obsessed. Okay, I can't wait. Right, right, let's go. Leave us a review, take nudes. Bye. (laughs) Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com